This episode is brought to you by New Balance. You don't have to be an elite athlete when you pound the pavement. Whether you've run five marathons or you only run when necessary, whether you're chased by bears, zombies, monsters, the apocalypse is coming. But New Balance will have you covered regardless. Whether you need shoes for comfort, stability, or race day speed, they've got you covered. Because the only right way to run is your way. New Balance. Run your way. Visit newbalance.com slash running to learn more. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hello, elegant listeners and viewers, and welcome to Go, my favorite sports team, the ultimate sports podcast where you absolutely love your hosts, and those would be me. Hi, I'm Tyler, and I'm joined with Mark. This is your sign. You should do the first option of that thing that you've always been thinking about, so do it. Yeah. The first try is Actually, always the wait, best stop. try. Stop. Hold on. I just don't want to. Uh, I, I just realized the implication. I've been saying terrible things. Possibly <laughs> terrible things. <laughs> Possibly terrible things. Um, hi, I'm an idiot. I just said something really stupid. So, I, nah, that's, people are going to think that I was racist or something. <laughs> no, I can't do that. That's not what it was. It's like a bad math thing. Oh, God. Can I, I, don't, I don't know where I'm going with this. This is the worst beginning to anything ever. Yeah. Hi, I'm Mark. I don't know sports. <laughs> I'm Tyler. I do know sports. I already said my name, but it's fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oof, man. What's up? Oh, man. Uh, how are you, Tyler? I'm good. Thanks for asking. We're here. <laughs> I'm trying to load jacuzzi. They're not working. I, this isn't an awkward pause for a reason. I'm just trying to. I'm trying to pull up. It's doing that thing where it's like, oh, we got nothing, and I'm like, oh, I think you do. Today, today is the day that I finally face the hockey fans again. Okay. Today is the day where we have the Hockey Primer 2.0. Wow. Because the NHL season kicks off next month. We got hockey coming up. It's exciting. You're ready? Are you ready to be better informed and better educated on hockey? Oh, yeah, yeah, yes, I am! Well, today, Mark, have you ever heard of a sport called hockey? In your life? Um, no, not at all. Now imagine a giant thing of ice. Giant thing of ice, okay, got it. Skates, hockey players, sticks, pucks, goals, Uh goalies, uh and pads. I'm aroused. All right. Uh huh. Now the ice melts. Okay. Now they're playing the sport of octopus. Also known as underwater hockey. <laughs> oh wow! Great octopus. 
That's terrible. That's awful. I wish you wouldn't have said that. <laughs> I don't even know what that's about. I haven't even gotten to the jacuzzis yet. I don't even know what I'm doing here. I haven't done anything. What is this episode? <laughs> even I'm mad. Why would you just say something called Octopus? That's dumb. You're dumb. Well, today we're going to talk about the world of underwater hockey. Uh, so Do I not get to jacuzzi? Is that now? No, or? you can go into the uh, jacuzzi. That was me saying that to go into you can jacuzzi now. Oh, okay. Cause didn't, all right, anyway, all right. Um, let me just say, I got to go back in time. I got a few. All right. There was one that someone actually wrote in a book in cursive, of all things. Um, so, <clears throat> what? I know that one. Oh, okay. I think Tiger Lily, but it's T-I-9-E-R, Lily. You completely forgot about your promise to the most elegant listener. Oh. I have addressed this. I've, I've worked on it. I've gotten it. Right. Gentlemen. You have utterly betrayed me. That's why Tiger Lily sounds familiar. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I bite my thumb at you, sirs. I wish to remind you both of when I, Tiger Lily, was announced as the most elegant listener competition in episode 22. Teamwork makes the dream work on June 22nd of 2022. What an auspicious date as well. You conveyed a promise of merchandise once a store was operational. You stated I should contact you through Reddit and inform you if this was an, uh, an acceptable award. I proceeded to contact both of you on multiple platforms, including Reddit, with palpable excitement and gratitude towards claiming the merchandise that was offered from the podcast that has grown to be so very dear to my heart. The days rolled into weeks, the weeks to months, and I attempted again. Silence was the only reward I received. This is completely understandable. You are both incredibly busy, and this was bound to happen. However, I cannot say that I was not disappointed. After the year anniversary came and went, I concluded that I should create my own GMFST merchandise for myself. I suppose I could have purchased items. But it's the principle! I'm sure you understand. Now as I but this is a long one, man. I would read all this, but I'm just gonna I'm gonna go forward towards the end here. Mark and I are alike in relation to having little knowledge of most sports, though I am eager to know, and would be willing to interact on the field as well as in an intellectual capacity, I feel that the addition of the most elegant of your listeners slash viewers, as well as someone with a feminine perspective, could greatly benefit this lovely podcast. Oh, wait, I missed something. No, what did I, what did I just read? No, 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 no. No! No! Yes? No! No! Yeah? They have since been contacted. Uh-huh. Things are in the works, and I'm uh, taking care of it. <laughs> uh, when I initially had thought you were going to, and that's why we got into this mess, because I assumed... You thought I was going to? <laughs> yeah. Why do you think I was going to? I don't do anything! <laughs> I don't do anything! Also, they made a hat. Yeah, I saw it. It was pretty cool. Yeah, I think I yeah, I think it's only fair that they get to call into the podcast. Yeah, just for just for one. They don't have to be there the whole episode. 
Just, just for one. That's fair. That's fair. Listen, it's another promise that we won't keep. They'll keep them on the hook for like a year, and then a year later, the chikus will be extra juicy. Don't worry. Don't worry about it. Wink, wink, wink. Yeah, we'll get them on the pocket. Hey, why don't you reach out on Reddit? Give us your contact information. <laughs> God, if, if ever, if no one's viewing this, Tyler's face right now is the most horrifying expression I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> God, that's hilarious. Anyway, yeah, we'll do that, Wink. <clears throat> no, we will! They can just call Ring Ring, hello, welcome to the podcast. It's like a radio show. They can call in. That could happen. Just on Discord, we'll like call them up and bling, say, ask a sports question, and then click. <laughs> we could! We owe them! Th this is the most elegant listener! The most elegant! <laughs> look, look, I don't know. I'll figure it out. I'm sure right. I'll figure it out. We got this. We got this. This episode is brought to you by New Balance. You don't have to be an elite athlete when you pound the pavement. Whether you've run five marathons or you only run when necessary, whether you're chased by bears, zombies, monsters, the apocalypse is coming. But New Balance will have you covered regardless. Whether you need shoes for comfort, stability, or race day speed, they've got you covered. Because the only right way to run is your way. New Balance. Run your way. Visit newbalance.com slash running to learn more. This episode is brought to you by Rocket Money. You know, all those subscription websites, they just hide those charges from you. They're hidden and repetitive and you forget about them. Oh, I know exactly which websites you're talking about. The ones that you like to go to. You do? I've literally spent so long digging through my finances. Rocket Money can help cancel your subscriptions. You're saying Rocket Money is a personal finance app that helps and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so you can grow your savings? Absolutely, yes. With Rocket Money, I have full control over my subscriptions and a clear view of my expenses? Uh-huh, yeah. Rocket Money will even try to negotiate lower bills for me? Up to 20%? Maybe. But for our listeners, definitely yes. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash sportsteam. That's R-O-C-K-E-T-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash S-P-O-R-T-S-T-E-A-M. That's rocketmoney.com slash sports team this episode is brought to you by state farm you might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong but these are the words you really need to remember like a good neighbor state farm is there they've got options to fit your unique insurance needs meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need have coverage options to protect the things you value most file a claim right on the state farm mobile app and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, anyway, uh, hockey. Oh, sorry, Octopush. 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 So the reason we're talking about this is because uh, everybody really was angry with me about the hockey primer, right? Not everyone. Well, a lot of hockey fans were. Well, who cares about them? Yeah, yeah. So instead, we're going we're gonna to do the other version of hockey, uh -huh. which took place the world championships in queensland australia finished at the end of july where australia defeated france in a close battle for the elite women's championship and new zealand defending their world title in an intense game against france in the elite men's championship 
Oh, damn. So. Oh, uh, this is Octopush. I was singing hockey. I'm like, man, Canada fell off. And then I remembered, oh, this isn't actually hockey. It's underwater hockey. Right. It's called Octopush, but it's also known as underwater hockey. Okay, so interesting. You remember that game you talked about in Final Fantasy where you play in this giant water bubble? Yes. What was that name again? Blitzball? I think Blitzball. Yeah, well, this is the game that mermaids would play, which I imagine might be similar to Blitzball, but I've never played Blitzball. No, it's not Blitzball. Wait, what is that Final Fan- Final Fantasy X underwater sport? What is that called? It is Blitzball. It is Blitzball. Okay, Blitzball. Yeah. yeah. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. So, if you've ever wondered what mermaids would play, God, I keep... What am I doing? What happened? I don't know. What are you doing? I don't know. There we go. My I went into the red room suddenly. Oh, okay. Well, don't go there. Yeah, That's a bad place to be. That's a bad apparently. place. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, so this is a, the game you play underwater. Unlike uh, water polo, underwater hockey is played entirely underwater. Uh-huh. Even the referees grab a snorkel and dive into the pool. I, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's about time. <laughs> They can do it there and they can't do it in water polo. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, it is a fast pace. Oh, wait. Did you say they wait snorkels? <laughs> wait a minute. I glossed over that. Wait. Yes. Snorkels. They grab a snorkel and dive into the pool. Snorkel. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Huh. Okay. There's no scuba tanks. Uh, interesting. So they're all just. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. Really? Uh huh. That's great. That's great. I love that. So uh, it's a fast-paced sport that requires teamwork, planning, and really, really big lungs. Two teams of six face off at the bottom of the pool, furiously chasing the puck and working together to get it into their goal. No. It's a fairly short game. They got to be completely under the water? The puck stays on the bottom of the pool. What do they use to push it? Sticks. How long are the sticks? How deep is the pool? This is the one time. This is the one time I'm going to ask you for really precise dimensions on these instruments. Every other time you've told me about how wide the track gap is on a sled, I've glossed over my smooth brain. But I, I want to know exactly how deep this is, how long these sticks are. Underwalkie is played in a two to three meter deep pool. Underwalkie? Wow. Underwater hockey. I heard underwalkie. <laughs> underwalkie. The new, new name. Underwater. New name. But it's only two to three meters deep, which is six feet or 12 feet deep. Mm. A little over that. But, um, and it is 25 meters long or 27.3 meters long and 15 meters wide or 16.4 yards wide. There is goal, a goal within the center of each end that measures three meters wide and it uh. slopes up against up to the wall into a trough. At the back wall, so it like falls into a trough. Oh, this needs like a very specific pool setup, then. Yeah, so it's like it's sli- you have to slide it up and then into the trough for it to be a goal. Interesting. Okay. The hockey puck is a diameter of three inches. It's one point one inches thick, and it weighs three pounds, around three pounds. Uh huh. The coating can vary depending on the pool material. Some may be concrete, but most pucks are made of lead core covered in plastic, Teflon, or rubber coating. Lead? Yeah. That's probably fine. Lead core covered in plastic, Teflon, or rubber. Yeah, probably fine. 
and they use a stick. All right. Mm-hmm. This stick must fit wholly in a box with the interior dimensions of 100 millimeters by 350 millimeters by 50 millimeters. Can be of any shape or design as long as it fits within that box. Knobs on the sticks are allowed. Okay. So the stick's pretty small. 100 millimeters by 350 millimeters by 50 millimeters. Okay, very small. So so literally because you said the pool was like up to two meters deep? Two to three? Two to four meters. Two to four meters deep. So yeah. literally people's arms are probably some of them are a meter long. Like So either way, they got to get down there all the way down, right? Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Damn. Damn. So I imagine the snorkel allows some of them to watch the surface and then rotate down and do. There's a lot of tactical diving and stuff in it. Mm, yeah. The underwater hockey stick may be produced made of wood, plastic, or other approved materials, but I don't have a list of the other approved materials. Mm, yeah. They're sometimes just called pushers instead of sticks. Pushers. Of course. Because octopus. Yeah. I get yeah. It. Yeah. Okay. All right. It's a fast-paced sport. However, I said that. Fast-paced. That requires planning. Really, really big lungs. Where two teams of six face off at the bottom of the pool, furiously chasing the puck and trying to score it into the the goal. There's only two 15-minute halves and a five-minute halftime break. But, you know, that makes sense when people have to hold their breath underwater and you don't want them to drown. Yes. Okay. That sounds good. So, Mark. Yes. Who do you think was crazy and ingenious enough to invent underwater hockey? What country? It sounds like Australia. I mean, that's where the championship was. So Australia, New Zealand, some of them, one of them. Act one. Oh, God, the Romans. Is it the Romans again? God, the Romans. All right. So during a time of war, when the Romans had to like push uh, a bomb underneath the city walls they they actually got octopi and they they they've stuffed them full of c4 and they were like push it under the wall and they pushed it and then that's how octopus came to be in the original latin it's octopus will cut me out entirely from the podcast Mark, huh? let's take you back to another age. It's 1954. Okay. British diver Alan Blake was bored. British winter weather meant that he couldn't go diving with the members of his diving club. Okay. The South Sea Sub Aqua Club. And they were all getting out of practice over the long months that they couldn't do diving. So what is Alan to do? Mark, what would you do if you couldn't scuba dive? And that was your life. Um, Cocaine? No, he has a cup of tea at his friend's kitchen. Oh, Oh, okay, all right then. And shares his idea for a game for divers that can be played in a swimming pool to keep himself and his other fellow divers fit and having fun. All right. They called the game Octopush because it was played with eight players. Alan's idea was for the game to be played by pushing a squid. <laughs> which was the name they chose for the lead puck. It is called the squid. All right, that makes no sense at all. Frigging. Uh, yeah, you know, they pushed a you puck. Could've, or- they could have called it the puss. They had, they had the puss there the whole time. They, they could have had the puss. The puss was there. Puss was right there. 
The push the puss. Push the puss, yep. Could have done it, but they didn't. Nope. Not brave enough. No. But anyway, the squid became the name of the puck, and they pushed it around the bottom of the pool using short spatula-like pushers. Okay. Probably just stole it from their mom's kitchen. Probably, okay. One of his friends, Frank Lilliker, made some wooden pushers, and another, Jack Willis, made the first lead puck. Okay. By the next year in 1955, the first tournament was played between South Sea, Brighton, and Bjarmouth clubs. Bjarmouth. 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 It's probably not a surprise that South Sea won, considering members of their club invented the sport. Okay, all right. So it was Australia? No, it's British. Brit. Brit. Australia. You said Australia. Brisbane. 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 I said Brighton. Yeah, whatever. Same thing. Uh, Very different. We did a show in... Did we do a show in Brighton? I've been to Brighton at some point. Uh-huh. I feel like we okay. did a show in Brighton. Anyway, the club grew in popularity. Or the, the club. The sport. That's the sport. Grew in popularity in British clubs. Uh-huh. And the number of players per team was shrunk to six because eight felt too crowded. Of course, yeah. They were too busy kicking each other and fighting over the puss. Yep. In 1967, the first official rules were published, and the following year, the first national championships were held. Under hockey has continued to grow in popularity and started spreading to other countries such as Canada, Australia, and the U.S. And in 1980, the first world championship did take place. Over time, the name Octopush became less popular. Because it didn't make sense anymore due to the number of players changing and they weren't pushing a squid or an octopus. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense at all. So, it is now more commonly known as underwater hockey. And today, underwater hockey is played in over 40 countries by over 15,000 people. Damn. Act two. Baby Mark, it's time for you to play underwater hockey. Oh, wait. Hold on. I can't. This has to have an age limit. There's got to be an age limit on this. You, fresh out of the womb with your (laughs) gill-like abilities, you are prime for this It was a water birth. Okay. water birth. birth. Oh, God. The agony of life. This is the Markiplier persona ego from Waterworld. Okay. Baby Marka Water. I hate it. Workshop that. Marka we'll Gill. Get, look at that. Uh, nope, worse. Somehow worse. Just shelve it for now. We'll come back. To, we'll circle back. Fish Mark. That's closer to my real name, but uh, <laughs> I want to deviate from it. I want to be known as an alias. All right. We'll come back to it. We'll come back to it. We'll come back to it. You have gills, so you don't really need this, but your teammates do. Okay. It's a snorkel. Okay. The snorkel allows you to stay underwater longer. Does it? Yeah. How? How does it? I mean, I don't understand that. Because you can keep your face in the water and you shove the tube hole up above the water and you go. Yeah, but is it so hard to go, you know? They're splashing and churning water out there. I suppose that's true. Yeah, that is true. And it takes your eyes off the puck. It takes you out of the game. You got to stick your head up. You got to look away. Uh, Okay. All right, gotcha. You need this because gotcha. you're going to have your goggles, your mask. I need this because I, I just come into existence as a baby and I'm like, <laughs> and someone, doctor, shoves a snorkel in my mouth. Okay, I got it. Oh, wait, no, I have gills. That's right. You you have gills. Your teammates need this. So this you're going to make these for your teammates. Right, 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 right. So snorkels for underwater hockey cannot be made of metal. Okay. That'd be too dangerous. Of course. They have a flexible tube that... They cut down to be level with the top of their head to reduce drag while swimming. Right. They're probably like the swimming snorkels that look like a shark fin. You put them in your mouth and they actually go across like above your nose and then up like that. So it's like a shark fin. Of course. But you have your own shark fin. So you just blend in. 
Absolutely. You'll also want one that has a soft mouthpiece so you don't lose any teeth when you accidentally get hit in the face. By a stick? By other people's fists. Well, I'm a baby. I don't have teeth. Oh, true. There you go. Another advantage you have. That's what I get. I'm born great. But you will need a dual lens mask or one with a center divider that is part of the frame of the mask. What? You got to have two lenses. It can't be one lens. They require two lenses. You got to have, you got to be like this. Oh, separated out. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Okay. All right. That seems fair. I, I don't know. Sure. Now it's important. These are tempered glass for safety. Right. Because people are the, again, the impacts. Yeah. And okay. uh, you want a low volume mask so that you don't have as much air pushing you back towards the surface. Of course. Yeah. You wouldn't want that. 100 milliliters of air volume inside the mask sits most cl- really close to your face and reduces your drag. Okay, got it. Okay, understood, I think. All right. Now you got to wear a cap. This is much like the water polo cap, which is a piece of cloth with things that protect your ears. Okay, good. Got it. Understood. And in fact, water polo caps are often used in in underwater hockey. But you got to wear your team's colors. That's the only way you keep track of who's on your team, who's not. What color is your team, Mark? Well, I came out the womb, so it's a mixture of reds, I guess. Just blood. You're blood red. Yep, blood you're going to have lightweight foot fins. Yeah, uh-huh. You got your flippers. We're making you into a, a mermaid-ish. Great. A merman, a mer, merbaby. You want to know an actual fun fact? Yeah, I would love fun facts. There are certain people around the world who like have predominantly diving cultures that are starting to have adaptations for diving better. Their eyes actually are uh, have a different kind of coating on them so that when they go underwater, they can see clearly. And then just like in general, uh, some people with webbed toes, the webs are becoming more, uh, you know. Michael Phelps em- had web. Emphasis. Yeah. yeah. Emphasized. Yeah, exactly. So it's, it's something. Evolution. Evolution is occurring. Every moment of every day. Yes. Oh, that's fascinating. Yeah, it actually is. The eye thing was what um, threw me the most because even like salt water. There, I mean, there are certain cultures in Korea. There's a Jeju Island, which is like there's um, women that are known just for diving. Like they're they they dive for sea urchins and certain like types of uh, creatures in the sea to sell and eat. And there's just tons of them. Like it's pretty cool. That's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they probably don't need these. Maybe you should recruit them to your your team. Well, I was born with it. It's me. Oh. So, you want long, hard fins. You'll be powerful, but you'll run out of stamina. So, you don't want them. You want flexible ones. Right, okay. The harder the fin is, the more energy you need to swim. But you also will travel faster and move faster. Uh These fins can be made of plastic, rubber, composite, fiberglass, or even carbon fiber. But if you have webbed feet, you can have them made of skin. Hell yeah. And apparently you're required to wear a glove on your hand to protect your hand and fingers from being hit by the heavy puck and the stick. So that's your hand that you put on your pusher, your stick. Okay. All right. Sure. No rigidity or sharp uh, reinforcing material um, or webbing that would help you swim better. Isn't That's not allowed. Okay. Just to protect your hand. Most are just cloth and silicone. You know, okay. You handmade gloves. You, just, you could make a glove out of electrical tape if you wanted to. I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm a baby. I don't know what that even is. Well, and then you can make your stick that's got to fit inside the box that we talked about earlier. Okay. According to the international rules of underwater hockey, the specific requirements of your stick are that they're made of wood, plastic, or other approved material, whatever those are. But you could buy a pair of sticks, uh, but many do make their own. So you 
get to work making your stick. It's not allowed to surround the puck in any means or any part of the hand. So you can't design your stick to protect your hand or surround the puck or stick to the puck. Okay. And it cannot wrap around the the puck more than 50% or lock the puck to the stick in any way. Okay. So you can't just have one of those grabby stickies. Okay. Got it. And the stick must be considered safe, so no sharp edges, no stabby stabs. You can't have a shank. Yeah, who who's making these if if that has to be a rule, right? They inspect them before the game. You can make them yourself, but they inspect them and they go, "Nope. Get a new stick. You make them yourself." That's that, that how how many people play this sport? I, I I think I forgot to actually ask that. It said 15,000. Well, there are like 8 billion people in the world. So proportionally, it's not not over that many. Over 15,000. Yeah, yeah. Over it could be millions. It could, it could be it millions. Could be millions. Okay, got it. Okay. Yeah, got it. Yeah. And then we already talked about the puck wearing, you know, three pounds and sticking on the bottom and sliding. You got positions in hockey. You got your forwards. You got your mids. You got your backs. Um, uh-huh. Your forwards are the most offensive players. They're the main scorers. Bring the puck forward. Score goals. Uh-huh. They're also attackers, always trying to bypass opposing team defense. So they tend to be the ones with the biggest lungs. They're the ones that stick on the bottom of the floor for the longest time able to make repeat drops, go down to the bottom, take the puck, move forward, pass it off, and then breathe. How long can they hold their breath for? Um, they're probably trained to do a solid five minutes. Five minutes even with frantic movement? That's kind of nuts. On average, players were observed to be submerged for an average of 11 seconds. So they usually aren't under that long. Okay, I was about to say, if people are holding five minutes, like, that's nuts. I mean, not in general. Five minutes holding still, that can be done. But five minutes with movement, that's even crazier. Um, Four to 27 seconds. Aquatics director's estimates were over 100% longer, 22.7 seconds on average. Mm -hmm. Observed drop times with no puck lasted an average of 9.3 seconds. Mm. This was an interesting study done on underwater hockey players. Well, there you have it. Well, then you got your midfielders, which are the hybrids. They're they're both offense and defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're the main passers. They focus on getting the puck towards the goal and not scoring themselves, but setting up other players. Okay. And then you got the backs, which are the main defensive line. Their job is just to make sure their team has the possession of the puck and they should always be behind the puck and uh, are the god dogs of the puck, defending it until they can pass it to a teammate to make a goal. The god dogs. I don't imagine there's a whole lot of passing that you can do in Octopush. Like, it's got to be like, so like and then like. I imagine it's like you get enough momentum. You can push stuff pretty quick on the bottom of the floor. It's I don't know, man. I tried to fish an Apple pencil out of my pool once. That was an exercise in futility. I tried to do it with like the, the pool scoop. And I was like, and it was just like. But then again, it was on the inclined slope down there, so it would go like, so it's really, really bad. Well, the most interesting part about the sport is the fact that you can't communicate underwater. Mm. So all of the strategizing and communication has to be above water because it's limited during play because most of the time you're under the water. No, it's easy. You speak through the the snorkel. And you just got to tune your ears. You got to listen underwater a long time so you get to understand what people sound like when they're under speaking underwater through a tube. I mean, I imagine sign language and body language are huge proportions of this. 
I just imagine it's like it's like it's just a bunch of dogs trying to eat out of the same like food bowl. <laughs> like that's just all I think of when octopus players just all together six around it. <laughs> no, what they do is they create a suction around their teammates' ear and go, <laughs> and then they say the words into their ear directly. <laughs> uh, they just do one of these. <laughs> go right, you stupid fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and that's octopus. I'm looking up a video now because like I can't I can't keep imagining this. I imagine it's stupider than I I, I think it is. <laughs> what is this? That is not what I pictured. What is this? What is this? Hold on. Before no. before you share it, I'm going to say the, the last thing of this real quick. Time to play. Uh-huh. So starting the game, each match, all players and three of the referees jump into the pool while the chief referee stays out of the pool to make calls from above. Uh -huh. The teams then swim to the ends of the pool with one hand on the wall as they wait for the match to begin. The puck is in the middle of the pool and on the bottom when the referee sounds the buzzer. The teams dash to get possession of the puck. Much like water polo, except the puck is on the ground as opposed to the ball in the middle floating on the surface. Once the puck is in play, the players weave, glide, and maneuver around each other to try and push the puck to their goal, stop the other team from getting the puck to their goal, and steal the puck from the opposing team if they get the chance. Exactly like hockey and water polo, just on the bottom of the pool. Watching the players battle over the puck is reminiscent of watching sharks attack a kill, their deadly grace and laser focus on full display as they fight for possession of the puck. It is, I'm going to share this for all of you elegant viewers out there. Everything that you were imagining is exactly what's occurring. And it is, oh man, it is just beautiful to see. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Here we go, here we go, almost there. Yeah, there it is. It is amazing. <laughs> I was I was picturing a hockey stick length stick. <laughs> I was picturing like I don't know why, but I didn't. I totally forgot that if you're swimming, you wouldn't. You'd just be in swimming trunks. So like all these shirtless people, I'm like, oh yeah, of course. And just snorkels. But it is exactly as slow as I thought it'd be. Ding <laughs> ding 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 ding. And the sticks are like like maybe like maybe five inches long, like something like that. They're they're tiny little things. Like, oh, it's like people down there with butter knives, like. Oh. <laughs> And then this guy, like, right now, just spinning as if he's trying to, like... And I bet it's incredible. I couldn't do any better. Of course, like, it's really... But he's, like, trying to play keep away by going nowhere. He's like, oh, and dive. It really is, like, just a bunch of sharks. Well, I hesitate to say shark. Sharks would be much more elegant. <laughs> I feel like it's... It's... it's um What I, I've seen this before, actually. Wait, I'll... I'll, I'll, I'll wait, let me put it on stream here. Um, uh... Let me see if I can find it. <laughs> this is the comparison that I would make. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, this is Blitzball! <laughs> no, no, so this is uh, during salmon spawning season. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, when the female is uh, about to lay its eggs, right? All the males in the area <laughs> line up and wait for the female to lay its eggs. <laughs> And then at the right moment, 
they they're like, oh wait, wait for it, wait for it. Let me jump ahead a little bit. I know, oh, I, don't know I know it's about to, it, it just happened. Oh, it doesn't happen in this one. Oh, oh damn, wait. No, I gotta find the right video here because it's oh man, it's great. Where the frick is it? You know what? Actually, I don't want people to. No, I got it. Is this the one? Wait, I gotta let me vet it. Make sure it's actually the one. No, come on. All right. Where is it? Where is it? I'm going to read some more while you're looking for it. The players push the puck back and forth across the bottom of the pool, changing their strategy to try and outmatch their opponents and get the puck to their goal. The players use an extreme amount of spatial awareness because unlike football, soccer, or ice hockey, opponents don't just come from the side, in front, or behind you. They can come from any angle. They can come from above or below. Imagine the added level of stress if you were kicking a soccer ball and had to worry about someone swooping from underneath the ground to steal it. After each goal, a referee will place the puck in the center again, sometimes with the advantage for one team if there was a foul. Each time, there's a frenzy of activity focused around the puck, swirling, teams descending, everybody trying to get to the puck from the surface of the water. Thrashing of fins is reminiscent of piranha feeding frenzy. And you win the game simply by scoring the most points before the time runs out. If there's a tie, there's a 10-minute overtime period that will begin, and if the game is still tied, then, well, there will be a three-man shootout to determine the winner. Or a three-person shootout, because you, there, there's leagues of different genders and mixed and etc. Absolutely. I can't find it. I don't remember where I saw the video, but you can imagine it. It's basically like, this is for the listeners out there, not the viewers. Um, it's like there's a salmon female and then three salmon males all floating around behind or three or four, however many it was. And then, oh, it's a fake out. Oh, the, the female is like just kicking up some dirt. Oh, kicking up some rocks, kicking up some rocks. And then it's like, oh, it's another fake out. Oh, and all the males are like, oh, maybe that isn't. And then all of a sudden, females laying eggs and all three of the males go, oh, no. <laughs> it's just like the, the entire like water just like gets cloudy it's just like every every salmon in the air is just like ah! it's horrible the only difference is this is it's one singular egg in the puck and there's no clouding of the water it's just the people that cloud the water just like, ah! towards the puck. That, that's what i would consider octopush uh, that's what i saw and that's what i believe so uh, anyway, that's what that is, and uh, someone who knows what this this video is will post it on the Reddit, whether we like it or not, <laughs> and then it will be burned into your brains forever. So hockey fans, I hope you enjoyed the Hockey Primer 2.0 Underwater Edition. Uh, you're welcome. Uh, stay tuned for all future redos of primers that so many people get angry at me for. You'll never get them. <laughs> One and done. <laughs> One and done, baby. There may be an opportunity where we could do some deeper dives into some sports, but right now there's too many sports for us to talk about. Like underwater hockey. Of course. Yes. Absolutely. So that's that that that's the end. That and baby Mark is dead. No, he survived. Way to he go, Tyler. No. Way to go, no, Tyler. Well, how was I born again? I was alive before and then suddenly born again. Seems like Baby Mark gets in a horrible sporting accident and then he's forced into a cycle of rebirth and eternal torment. No, no. This is the multiverse. We're across the different universes of the, the multiplex. 
As I said in In Space with Markiplier, just because you die and there's a multiverse doesn't mean that that death didn't count. And just because you blow up a spaceship in one and get to jump to another universe doesn't mean that that spaceship didn't blow up and all those people didn't die. Because they did. But this baby could still be alive. No, dead. Oh. <sighs> well, that's sad. It is, isn't it? That's why In Space with Markiplier was so sad. Ha 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 ha. Got him. They thought it was going to be fun. Anyway. Anyway, you know how to get out of this sadness? Retail therapy. Go to store.gmsst.com. Yes! Finger your problems away with code FINGER at checkout. Get an extra discount on the Infinity Fingers bundle. Only you can prevent forest fires. I thought you were going to say finger fires. Oh, no, no. You're going to be fingering up some fires once you get this finger bundle. Let everyone know how hard you finger sports. Yes. Go to every sporting event, sporting as many fingers. Literally, I would love to see people go to an event. We saw one person go to a baseball game wearing the I Finger Sports hat, and it was mm. awesome. There's, We shouted it out on the episode because it was cool. We'd love yeah, to see that. We'd love to see you guys going and trying new things and wearing the merch and sporting, uh, sporting the merch. You We'll get so many compliments. Guaranteed. Oh, yeah. It's Guaranteed. a, and at very least, it's a conversation starter. You know, exactly. that's why I haven't yeah. cut my hair because when I go to parties, people come up to me and go, wow, you have amazing hair. And I go, sick. I like that. So I like your hair too. Um, sick. <laughs> sick, dude. Sick, awesome. dude. Anyway, get your finger sports stuff on. Yeah. All right. That's going to do it for this episode. You can watch Mark over on his channel. You can watch me on my YouTube channel because I'm doing that stuff. And, uh, yeah, we have fun here. And we'll uh, we'll see you whenever we see you next. We might look different. We might look the same. You never know. Bye. <laughs>